0: Hey friends, so this is, I've recorded this after recording the episode to add on to the beginning of the episode because I just finished recording and Sarah, having heard me record, has walked into the living room and said did you just do the poem about the kid and the lion? And I went yeah, and she went you've done that before, have I really done it before? Yeah. She says I've done it before. So the end of this episode is me reading The Lion and Albert. Um, If you don't want to hear it, just stop when I start telling the poem because the only thing I say after that is which one do you like better, that or something else. So you can skip it if you want, but you can listen to it. I mean, it's a good poem. But anyway, I just want you to know so that you don't all write to me about that that now I know that I've already done it. (laughs) So sorry about that. Now I'm going to stop this and I'm going to Add it to the beginning of the episode, so the first, the next thing you'll hear is me go, hey friends, and that'll be me from the past, telling you, hey friends, and welcome to the episode. What are balls about? <laughs> I need to put some sort of sting, because Bart told me that you never know when it's jumped from one bit to the other. Maybe you do. Yeah, you do. But anyway, here comes the next bit. Bring! And now, to the past. Hey friends, it's Mark James, and it is Tuesday. Yes, Uh, Tuesday, which is also the second of the month, because March is a super square month as well, apart from the last few days, but let's not get bogged down in that. Today's episode is all about getting going-ish. You know, things are going well, I've done the two big walks, not been eating, been trying to stay on track. I didn't really feel like anything had happened today, because my jeans still felt very tight. Um, But that is what it is. Sarah and I had curry yesterday because it was the first day that we were allowed to eat meat so we had curry and that was that but today I'm being good (laughs) being able to eat meat was such a a pleasure that we thought let's have Indian because you know we haven't been having takeaways because we've not been able to eat meat we've had a couple of pizzas here and there but not much so the meat thing was a real dream and I loved it I really did I think it taught me to appreciate meat a bit more, like the things that I like. So we had that. What can I say? But today I've been good. Done the massive walk, the walks I've been avoiding. And done plenty of work as well. Played a bit of Call of Duty, but during the day, been getting on with jobs. I've just sorted out another wholesale account with another massive um, magic manufacturer, which is great. So that's moving forward. My, My delivery from Art of Play, the order, the wholesale order... It's finally moved because of all the problems they've been having in America with weather. This FedEx order was stuck for like uh, 10 days nearly, I think. And it's finally started moving again. It's now in Memphis. So I reckon it can't be more than a day or two until it arrives in the UK and gets to the house. So that'll be really good. Tomorrow we find out what the budget is. I know that everyone kind of knows that we're going to get a fourth grant, 80% if you are self-employed. I know that there's a whole kind of excluded movement left out in the cold. People who are self-employed, but they're registered as a limited company as a director and they pay themselves a dividend as a wage instead of... I don't really understand how that works. I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I'm sure someone's told me the thing. There must be a benefit to doing that, otherwise people wouldn't do it. But that benefit is now been i mean it's horrible what has happened to people you know those people are just running their businesses and taking advice from accountants and doing the thing that is legal to do but they're getting majorly stiffed by the government so i'm hoping that rishi tomorrow does something for them too because i've got plenty of friends who are in that position but the grant we think it's going to be 80 percent. i just don't know when it's going to pay exactly but at least it's happening so or at least we believe it's happening so that'll be good fingers crossed that'll get us back on track because we are running a little low at the minute there's not been a huge amount of work and I've been having a lot of outlay for wholesale products and stuff so I'm gonna have to start selling stuff but nonetheless things are on the up things are very much on the up today I'm going to read a poem I think I haven't done this poem, I don't think. In fact, I'm sure I haven't. But I do like a poem every now and again. I know I've been recommending loads of albums and now I'm doing a poem. What I do want to say is I did a really fun thing on Sunday on this app Clubhouse. So if you want to hear the next one, which is going to be with Harrison Greenbaum, make sure you let me know and I might be able to sort you out an invite. If I've got your number on my phone, especially if I haven't, send it to me and I'll see if I can get you invited. Um, It's a good thing. And I'm doing my show at 10 p.m. on Sunday. We'll see how it goes. Talking to Harrison. He hates loads of stuff. And that's kind of what the show's about. So I think it'll be really funny because he's, he's really funny. Um, so do check that out and tell your friends as well. If they're magicians and you're a magician, tell them that there's a new live show at 10 p.m. on Sundays called Magic Room 101. With me, Mark James, and my guest, which will be Harrison Greenbaum. My guest the week after is going to be Carissa Hendricks, otherwise known as Lucy Darling. And my guest the week after that is going to be Taylor Hughes. And I uh, did my interviews with Carissa Hendricks and David Williamson yesterday for the podcast Talking Shtick. So as you can see, I've been keeping busy and a lot of things are going on. A funny thing happened yesterday. I was putting Joshua to bed. And I was in his room talking to him, and I was just about to say goodnight. And I said, Good night, dude. And he said, Good night, daddy. And I said, I love you, mate. And he went, I love you too. And I said, You are my best buddy. And he went, That's a shame. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, Why is that a shame? And he went, Well, it's pretty sad for you if your best friend's a nine year old. <laughs> Oh my God, he's got such a weird sense of humour. He is funny though. He's undeniably funny, so fair play to him. But that really did make me laugh a lot. I mean, God. And then today I went out for a walk and Sarah went out for a walk a few hours after me with Joshua and then I met them on the path and then I brought Joshua home and she continued on her walk, which is ideal really. That's the perfect plan for us both to get a big walk in but for him to not have to do the entire two and a half, three and a half hours that we do, because obviously that's harsh because he's nine, but um, that's a really good way to do that, so we might have to try that again. We'll see. Anyway, I'm going to read this poem, and we'll see what you think. Let us know if you enjoy the poem. Thank you to Alex, by the way, who messaged me to say that he was getting on this diet with me, and... um, I really do like that, by the way. When people message me to say, you know, what you're joining in with, that helps me to motivate too and helps me want to keep making this. Because I see how many people listen to it every day, but I never know. I mean, I never know if you give a shit about any of it. So it's nice when you message. So here comes the poem. It's called The Lion and Albert. And it was very famously used to be read by Stanley Holloway. And I've thought about adding a poem into my shows but I don't know exactly which one. I did quite like it when I read um, If by Rudyard Kipling the other week. Probably a month now, actually. And I had that theme tune, the kind of the Hovis theme tune in the background. That, was, that felt quite epic. And I would like to do something like that in my show. Because a show can be anything I I want to try and work on this new show that I'm doing and have much less. And now this, you know, and doing a new trick and going, and now I'd like to show you something a little bit different. Or, and now I'm going to teach you a trick. Or, and now I just want music to start and a thing to happen or for the thing to just happen, I don't know. So a show can be anything. And that's what I'm really thinking about a lot. And I might put this poem in. I might do If by Rudyard Kipling. You let me know if you can imagine this in a show with some music behind it as well then tell me as a performance piece. I've not practiced this, by the way, so I might not get all of the pentameter correct, but here we go. That was both a theatrical cough and a required cough, but doing it a little too theatrically has made me need a required cough. Here we go. There's a famous seaside place called Blackpool that's noted for fresh air and fun and Mr and Mrs Ramsbottom went there with young Albert, their son. A grand little lad was there, Albert, all dressed in his best, quite a swell, with a stick with an horse's head handle, the finest that Woolworths could sell. They didn't think much to the ocean, the waves, they was fiddling and small. There was no wrecks and nobody drowned, fact, nothing to laugh at at all so seeking for further amusement they paid and went into the zoo where they'd lions and tigers and camels and old ale and sandwiches too there were none there were one great big lion called wallace his nose was all covered with scars he lay in some numbulent posture with his face on the side of the bars now albert had heard about lions how they was ferocious and wild to see wallace lying there so peaceful Well, it didn't seem right to a child. So straightway the brave little fella, not showing a morsel of fear, took his stick with the horse's head handle and shoved it into Wallace's ear. You could see that the lion didn't like it, for giving a kind of a roll. He pulled Albert inside of the cage with him and swallowed the little lad whole. Then Pa, who'd seen this occurrence and didn't know what to do next, said, Mother, yon lion's at Albert. And mother said, "Eh, I am vexed.' Then Mr and Mrs Ramsbottom, quite rightly, when all said and done, complained to the animal keeper that the lion had eaten their son. The keeper was quite nice about it. He said, "'What a nasty mishap.' "'Are you sure it's your boy he's eaten?' Pa said, "'Am I sure? Look, there's his cap.' So the manager had to be sent for. He came and he said, "'What's to do?' Pa said, "'Yon lion's at Albert.' And him in his Sunday clothes too. Then mother said, right, right, young fella. I think it's a shame and a sin for a lion to go and eat Albert after we've paid to come in. The manager wanted no trouble. He took out his purse right away, saying, how much to settle this manor? Pa said, what do you usually pay? But mother had turned a bit awkward when she thought where her Albert had gone. She said, no, someone's got to be summonsed. So that was decided upon. Then off they went at police station in front of a magistrate chap. They told him what happened to Albert and proved it by showing his cap. The magistrate gave his opinion that nobody was really to blame. He said that he hoped the Ramsbottoms would have further sons to their name. At that mother got proper blazing. And thank you sir kindly said she. What waste our lives raising children to feed bloody lions, not me. <laughs> that's a good poem, that, isn't it? That's the Lion and Albert. So there you go, check it out. By Marriott Edgar. That poem was written, well, Marriott Edgar died in 1951. So I'm not exactly sure when the poem was written, but it was before then. Because <laughs> as far as I'm aware, dead people very seldom write poems. Anyway, that's the episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Let me know if you liked that or if you liked uh, If by Rudyard Kipling better with its stirring tones and maybe I'll put a poem in my show. We'll see. I think it could be quite a fun, funny, weird thing to do. And like I said, a show can be anything. Uh, If I'm learning anything in this pandemic, like I said, your life can go to shit when you play it safe. So you might as well take a couple of risks. Bye, friends.